Good afternoon. Thank you very much for coming. Um, as you know, in this election, British Columbians delivered an extremely close result, and um, that's despite the fact that our party uh, received enough votes for one seat short of a majority. And that's put our, our province at a, a really historic moment. This is a moment that comes with responsibilities. We have reviewed the constitutional advice and the historical precedents, consulted our caucus of 43 newly elected members, and we will live up to those responsibilities that we have, the voters, the responsibilities that voters have asked us to carry out. We have a duty to meet the House and to test its confidence. Constitutional Convention tells us that, and I intend to do that in very short order, uh, certainly uh, before the end, maybe closer to the beginning of the month of June. We all know that Mr. Horgan and Mr. Weaver have made an agreement. They've announced a significant deal, and, uh, but what's most important is this basic principle, that if there is going to be a transfer of power in this province, and it certainly seems like there will be, it shouldn't be done behind closed doors. It should happen in public, as Constitutional Convention tells us it should. It should happen in the People's House, with 87 members elected by British Columbians to our legislature making that decision. And as I said, this is what Constitutional Convention requires us to do. And in times of uncertainty and a close election result like the one we have now, it is more important than ever that we look to the institutions that govern, govern us for guiding us as they have for 150 years. I do know, though, that all of us involved in this process will have one thing in our hearts, and that is truly the best interest of British Columbians. That starts with stability. It starts with the respect for our democratic process. And it means that we must work together. And I don't just mean politicians working together. I mean working together with British Columbians, recognizing that we must make sure that rural and urban, that multi-ethnic communities, that people from all walks of life have an opportunity to work together. We want to do that today, and we want to do that together for future generations. So thank together. you, and I'm happy to take your questions. Great. So, sorry, we, we'll just use the microphone. Um, Mary, we'll go to Marcella from News 1130 first, and then uh, Jordan from CP. So, Premier, have you uh, given any thought to whether or not you're going to be resigning over the summer? What I said before the election remains true. I am happy to take on any jobs that the voters give me. And it certainly appears that voters um, are going to, you know, sh should the government fail the test of confidence in the House, as seems likely, I would be given the job of leader of the opposition. And um, I'm uh, more than ready and willing to take that job on. Uh, Jordan from CP. Uh, Premier, do you see this at all as delaying the inevitable, I mean, given the fact that uh, the opposition parties have come together with a majority? Um, well, no, I think I see it as, um, if it is inevitable, making it possible for that to happen as quickly as we possibly can. And that's my duty as the incumbent, leader of the incumbent government, as the Premier, as the leader of the party that got the most seats in the election. Um, my job, according to Constitutional Convention, is to go to the Lieutenant Governor, ask for an opportunity to test the confidence of the House, and that's how um, what, uh, you've, what you've suggested is inevitable would happen. 
Uh, Jeremy, and then over to Scott. Uh, Premier, how would you describe your uh, negotiations with Greens leader, leader Andrew Weaver in the last few days? Has he acted in good faith? I would say they were unsuccessful. <laughs> um, I would say, you know, I, all I can speak to is what, what, uh, what we tried to do. I mean, you haven't seen a lot of me for the last week or so. And that's because I was really clear with our negotiating team and with the Green Party that we were not going to negotiate in public and we were going to talk to them first and only them about the things that we, um, that we wanted to do and the areas that we shared in common. Um, so, you know, from my perspective, I feel um, good about the way we conducted negotiations at the table. I feel like we went about it honorably and in good faith. Scott. Uh, I just want to be clear. So, are you saying that you you wouldn't, um, once the government's defeated, ask the LG for uh, to go back to the polls? You you would uh, be happy to allow the other two parties to form government? Well, my uh, that's up to the lieutenant governor. Um, what the left the lieutenant governor's decision will be to um, should my government um, not meet the test of confidence in the house, which I think is likely, then um, she would, I think go and ask um, the NDP as the party that got the second largest number of seats whether or not they could govern. And so, but she will make that decision and I won't be, I won't be making that request either because it's, the decision is solely hers. You wouldn't, have, you wouldn't ask her to go back to the polls? No, no, no. We'll go to uh, Bell from uh, CDC. At the table, and why no, not? I, why not? I was in regular contact um, with the team, and um, because our negotiating team included, as was led, as you know, by Brad Bennett um, and our house leader um, and uh, and other members, um, I was in regular contact, and I was prepared to go to the table. But negotiations didn't get that far. Would it have worked better if you and Mr. Weaver could talk directly and and come up with something? I think that might be a question better put to Mr. Weaver. Anyone else? Right. So, no, he didn't request. He didn't ask. Sorry, Ted at the back. Last yeah. Uh, Premier, just I'm kind of wondering, like, 16 years in power, where do you think uh, it went wrong in this last election, and what would you have done differently? Well, um, you know, Ted, it's, um, it's your job to sit around and figure out what went wrong. I'll let you do that. It's my job to make sure that we uh, look forward and go out and fight for the interests of British Columbians, listen to what we heard in the election and reflect that, and that's what I'm looking forward to doing in very short order. So, Thanks very much, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Much appreciated.